0: Did God give you children? Did God give you a mate? You go about pleasing God. You build up your heart to succeed. And I can show you exactly how to do that because the scriptures tell us how to do that. Are you any different from Joshua going out to take control of the land promised him by God? As you raise your children, are you any different from Joshua? You have a charge from God. You have commandments from God, authority from God, and the power of God in dealing with your children. Often, People do not recognize this. They do not recognize that this is an assignment from God. As a husband, you have a charge from God to work, to provide for your family. How can you fail? These scriptures are given to us as examples By these scriptures, we can see how they succeeded and how they failed. I know no better example than the Old Testament scripture where God sent them out to spy out the land, to observe the land. Eight of them failed, two of them succeeded. Why did they fail? Why did they succeed? Almost everything we do in this life has to do with preparing our heart to succeed. And we do it through God, not through wiles of the devil of this world. We do it through God. Before I meet with anyone, at my house, or before anyone comes to do work here, I am usually preparing for their arrival, not by vacuuming the house, but by setting my heart right through prayer. Saying things like this God, please, don't let me say anything to the workers except what you want me to say. For I know when I go in the way of God, everything is going to succeed whether it looks like it fails or not. The will of God is going to be done. So you prepare your heart. Through prayer, knowing God is in charge of what you do and say. When God sends us out, whether it's dealing with your children, working in your marriage, meeting a friend, or having a worker come into your house, when God sends us out, we must have it in our heart that God will not fail us. And we go forward in our assignment with great strength as Joshua did. We're no different from Joshua. We just have different assignments. We have a charge from God to do that thing whereby we cannot fail. If we keep these words in our heart and mind and meditate upon these words until we really believe them, we will have good success in all that God gives us to do on this earth. Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. God says to Joshua, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Now how do these words not apply to us, the children of God? It's the same thing. Then God says, be strong and of a good courage. In verse 7, God says, only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, according to all the word that God gives us today. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law, the Bible, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Thinking on the word of God, thinking on the scriptures that God gives you, preparing you for the assignment, which you will do today. Every day, Basically, we offer ourselves as an offering to God to do His will that day. How can we fail? We can't when we set our hearts correctly. And God says in Joshua 1 9, have Not I commanded thee? Didn't I give you these children? Didn't I give you this marriage? Didn't I give you this work? Whatever work it is, it doesn't matter what our assignment is. This is the way we go about succeeding in our assignment on this earth. God says, have not I commanded thee? Is it God? who told you to do this thing? If not, return to God and ask Him to create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit within you. Psalm 51.10 But if you know God gave you this assignment, wasn't it God who told me To exhort the church, as I'm doing on this podcast? Absolutely. God gave me a dream and showed me to begin doing podcasts. So it was God who commanded me. Therefore, shouldn't I fully understand God will give me the power to speak what He wants you to have, that will give you power, that we will overcome all things on this present earth. So Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, God says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong, and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. If God is with you and in you and gave you the assignment, how can you fail? You can't fail if you believe that. So meditate on that word day and night until you actually believe it. Then you'll prosper and have good success when you do go out. First Corinthians 10.5, but with many of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. To succeed, we prepare our heart before going out. Believing God, knowing his strength, not our strength, his strength, his power. We go in his strength and his power. Numbers 13 and 14 are the example where God sent the men to spy out the land that he would give them. Numbers 13, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Now, this is something God is giving you. And you must fully understand you are going in the power of the living God. You can't fail in that which God tells you to do. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. Numbers 13, verse 17. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan as God told him to do. And he said to them, Get you up this way southward and go into the mountain and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. And what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time that they were sent out was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of sin unto Rehob as men come into Hamath. And they returned to the congregation and to Moses and Aaron to give their report of what they saw. What they saw was very different depending on which of the ten men is reporting. If Joshua or Caleb is reporting, they're going to say, let us go up immediately and take this land, for we are well able to do it. But one of the other men said, we are not able because we're like grasshoppers in the sight of these people. And there were giants out there. We can't take that land. Joshua and Caleb's heart was right. They understood there's nothing too hard for God. And they were going in the name of the Lord. They were going in the name of God. His assignment. They weren't giving themselves this land. They were simply fulfilling the word of God. Well, of course they're going to succeed. The others did not have their heart right in the sight of God, and they were going to fail. The slightest puff of wind will blow them away. Numbers chapter 13 verse 25. These are examples for us. Examples of failure. Examples of success. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sent us, and surely it flowed with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Verse 28, Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. But the people are strong well in the land. See, they didn't see through the eyes of God, through the heart of God. They saw through their own flesh. They were not prepared to go out and do this job. For they had not prepared their heart with truth from God about the situation. Nevertheless the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great and moreover we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Caleb and Joshua were prepared. They saw the power of God, and they knew before they even went out that they would take the land because God was giving it to them. Verse 30, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses, And said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Is anyone stronger than you or me? We have living in us the Holy Spirit of Jesus, the power of God. How can they overcome us? And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched into the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature can we overcome cancer through god last year 2022 pam paget was diagnosed with bladder cancer it was advanced stage Now, I would say that is a giant in your land. I was with Pam at the time she went to be examined by the doctor. I stayed in the car, and when she came back, she couldn't talk. I didn't try to get her to talk or anything. When she was able to tell me what happened, she would and it was very very bad and what they prescribed was several weeks of chemotherapy followed by removal of the bladder by surgery which meant she would have some type of bag for the rest of her life to dispose of waste, which the bladder takes care of. This is really bad. I did not talk to Pam about it, and she didn't talk to me about it. I did begin talking to God, and of course she was talking to God. Early in this situation, which was September Twenty twenty-two. God gave me an open vision, and I saw these masses, and all of a sudden, there was a sound like shh, and they fell in on themselves and disappeared. I thought this likely had to do with Pam, and I did tell her that I thought this was probably God showing what would happen to her. She was praying that she not have to have the surgery to remove the bladder. She didn't mind having chemotherapy, but it was the surgery that was the problem. And her prayer focused on that. After several weeks... I began talking to God about a scripture in James chapter 1 and I was pleading my case. It was the same as pleading a case in a court of law. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Effectual means you have to pray according to the will of God, according to the laws of God and the scriptures. And the fervent means red hot. Now don't for one second think. You can turn to a preacher and have him pray for you better than you can pray for yourself because who is the most affected by the problem? He may feel sorry for you, He may have some compassion. But who is really affected by the heart of this problem? You are. Therefore, you should be red hot about the problem when you pray. Well, I was. But I really had a prayer from God to base everything on. And it's centered around a scripture. James chapter 1 verse 17 and I pleaded my case from my viewpoint around this verse of scripture in talking with God. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God put me here at the age of 81 to live in the home of Pam Paget. after surgery. I couldn't walk. I still can't walk, except a f- few steps with a walker. And that was five years ago that I was put in this house. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Do you really think God is going to turn in this situation and take my home away from me where he's placed me? the help that he has given me? Do you think that's going to happen? Even with cancer, which is a horrible giant. Now, why would we think God's not able to handle this? The only thing I knew is that you've put me here and you're not going to take this away from me because the Bible says, There is no variableness of turning with you. Not even a shadow of turning. You're not going to turn. I must have pleaded this scripture probably six or seven times. When the fear would come from the devil, this was my basis of pleading. Pam had other things she was pleading. She can tell you about them. We have a recording on this subject. If you will look at the home page of our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortation, on the right-hand side, Pam has a link to the exact recording that shows how she was led in fighting this. She can tell her story better than I can. You'll find it on the right hand side of the home page of our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortation. And you can tap on that link and hear the way Pam was led and what she did concerning God. Each one of us have our own. Prayer and our own spiritual basis for making that prayer. And that is a strong power that we have for faith in God and a power to pray according to the will of God. I didn't receive this scripture the first day I heard about the problem or the second day or the third day. It may have been a week or more before I saw the legal basis for this case. But from my vantage point, I saw it in James chapter 1, verse 17. And I pled it, and I never turned from it. And every time I thought came that Pam was going to die, or this was—I would have to move, or what would happen to the animals— It was always, I turn to this one verse. See, that's how strong you have to be in dealing with these subjects. Nobody can do it for you. You must do it. But you can turn to God and ask him to help you and to strengthen you and to show you what you need in the problem you have. But you have to know you're going to win. We're not going to lose. Don't go into it thinking you're going to lose. We're going to win. Why? We have the power of God with us to show us everything, to give us wisdom, to show us what to do. He's showing us every step along the way I strongly recommend you listen to this recording that Pam has made on our podcast. It's, you'll find it on the right-hand side of the homepage listed as dealing with cancer or something like that. But you've got to have your heart right. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me, Psalm fifty one ten. So it starts with our heart. Well these men that went to search out the land didn't trust in God. They were trusting in themselves and their own ability. And they said we're like grasshoppers in their sight. We can't take that land. Caleb was opposite. We're well able to overcome. See, his heart was right. You've got to get your heart right. And you do that by it's all like, almost like your praying drops. Of blood from your own body that intense effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much let's look at Numbers 14 verse 1 and all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried And the people wept that night. Eight out of ten men had discouraged them with the report. Well then, after they were discouraged, all the children of Israel murmured against Moses. They didn't see the unseen, which was God. But they could see Moses and Aaron so they murmured, complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God that we had died in this wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us into this land who fall by the sword, and that our wives and our children should be prey? Were it not better for us to return unto Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us make a captain, and let us return unto Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron, the righteous ones, fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. Numbers 14, verse 6, And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jehuni, which were of them that searched out the land, rent their clothes. They're basically saying, we're not able, we're not worthy, and we're not able, but you are. Our ability is not in ourselves, but in God, who will give us wisdom and show us what to do. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search is an exceedingly good land. You think God is going to give us a, a burnout out land and no pastures? That's ridiculous. If the Lord delight in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the lands, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. That's all we need. Fear them not. Verse 10, but all the congregation bade stone them with stones and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. What is God going to say about this? That is what we'll look at tomorrow. But you see how your heart must be right. As you go into the problem, you must have an understanding of the power of God, of what God does in situations, of what you are as a child of God. It's not a boasting and a vain word like you hear so many times, oh, God would never let that happen to me. It happened. Now what? What? There was a time I was in a hospital in Lubbock, Texas after a fall and after surgery I had broken a hip. A nurse came to ask who would be in charge of me if I was unable to answer for myself. And I instantly said, Pam Paget's in charge of me. Standing in the room, there was one of our church members who lived in Lubbock. And she spoke up and said, how can Pam be in charge of you? She doesn't even live here. She lives in Colorado, 400 miles away. How can she be in charge of you? And I replied, I don't know how, but she is. Sandra called Pam. And she said, Joan says you're in charge of her. Pam said one word. Okay. Then after their conversation ended, Pam said to God, Well, what do we do now? (laughs) That's the reason Pam was in charge. She turned to God and simply asked him in faith, knowing he was the answer. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today, and I will continue this tomorrow, God willing.